You know what? With that, I think we're changing the name of this week's podcast from video games to four crazy guys to I am not Bullet Club. So yeah. thank you for I'm that. Not Bullet Club. I'm not Bullet. Yeah. I can't say I am either, so it's fine. Yeah, it's it's a fair it's, it's the truth. <laughs> it's it, this is making us the most truthiest podcast there is because we're telling the truth. Are we bullet club? Truthiest? Truthiest. All right. Is that a All new right. word? All right. We're making up words now. We gotta do something. All right, guys. Right. So welcome Spectrum Mo episode 56. I am Keith Mitchell. Next person, that's you, Matt. You're uh, next. That's me. Oh, that's right. Uh, I'm I am um well, I'm technically <laughs> not bullet. I am not and I'm not. Well, I'm not. Um, who am I not? I'm not. We everyone don't else know here. who you are. How's that? We don't know who the hell you are. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm the just the crazy guy who talks and rambles about so many games and deep conversations should avoid me. Below me is the former Bullet Club member, Carl. I'm not Bullet Club, Carl. I'm not Bullet Club. <laughs> or if you watch, if you watch Sonic the Hedgehog. Just don't call him Crazy Carl. Crazy Carl. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 very, I, am very, I am very observant, Carl. <laughs> and I got better drawing skills than that guy, and I didn't create Sonic. Same. But, uh, <laughs> Sonic but, is amazing. So but hey, I'm, I'm, I, I thought this week's background being Raccoon City is quite appropriate considering the way the world is going right now. Yeah, everything is all yeah, right. Can we, can, we, can, we just, can we just cancel 2020 and just go straight to 2020? You know how many please? people have, have said that? So many people have just said that. hit up that. a soft reset. I think we're good. Yeah, That'd be awesome if we probably could. Give it another shot. <laughs> can, can we re- reset this like a game of Fire Emblem? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, and uh, I guess... To the bottom, this direction. That's yeah, problems. Yeah, Rob moved this week. I am he Rob, moved, he got my aka also not Bullet Club. Yes, and I don't know what that means because I don't watch wrestling. Get out of here! <laughs> oh God! Yeah, everybody, everybody should watch wrestling. It's it's hilarious when they when they put on shows in front of nobody, literally oh. nobody. <laughs> Dang. Oh, Anywho, so last week we kind of missed the games we we're playing, so let's try and do that in an orderly fashion, and try and keep it under uh, twenty minutes. Carl, you're first. <laughs> under oh, twenty God. minutes, he says. Uh, no, my one's actually nice and quick this week. Uh, after our conversation last time of franchises that deserve to have a sequel or something, and I brought up uh, Sleeping Dogs. Guess what? I've spent the last week playing. Grab that Sleeping dogs. Uh, nice. no, I, I love that game. <laughs> I, 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 play, I played my way through. Through uh, I played my way through Grand Theft Auto Four, Five, and now I play. I played Sleeping Dogs. Uh, my fiance has been watching me play through these, and she's like, "I really like Sleeping Dogs. It has a better story than most of the Grand Theft Autos combined." Are there actually sleeping yeah. dogs in that game? No. No, there's not a single Fraud. dog that sleeps. There, 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 there are no, the thing is, there's no sleeping dogs and there's no actual dogs in that game. Either, no, there isn't. So. There's no dogs. What? No, there's the no, no is... dogs in the game called Sleeping Dogs. You know, no, just like that game is like a sequel or something. It's, it's a phenomenal game. I can't. Be- it's yeah. a sleeper hit. That much we can admit. Oh yeah, and it was it was well worth playing through again. Uh, I even played through all the DLC, like Nightmare at North Point, all that. Oh, you did the Kung Fu Island. Yeah, uh, I'm doing that next, actually. Okay, uh, okay. Come on, I love I'm about, about to do the, the Zodiac tournament, which is the, the yeah. tournament the LC. And yeah, like it, it's been fun playing through that again, especially like with my rudimentary understanding of Cantonese. So, <laughs> so, so the amount of swearing that is done in Cantonese, yeah, yeah, is hilarious. Okay, yeah, I mean, okay, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Otherwise, I've been trying to get. Where is it? 
this little this this piece of junk up and working still. You know, what is that? Is that, a, is that a Genesis? A, what is that? That is, that, that is uh, a, Sega Mega Drive, a, Mega, a Sega, <laughs> Sega Mega Drive 2. Otherwise Mega Drive 2. Okay, I don't the like, Sega Genesis <laughs> Mega Drive 32X Sega CD. Wow. Yeah, this is, 32X this is the, or, or the Genesis or the Genesis Model 2 for you Americans. Um, hmm. I've been having issues with the AV out on this, and we've tried sort of giving all of the plugs a bit of a clean and just having a good look at the uh, the motherboard wait, and everything else. Wait, so your AV out, piece the hell out. That's awesome. It, well, well not, not so much. It's just not displaying properly. I think it's actually the cable because it was um, composite video out instead of the standard AVs. And you said it was a hell of a time trying to find one of those as well, so that sucks. Yeah, well, well, considering I got this this one for 10 bucks and it hasn't really... Like, it works. Like it reads cartridges that the power's on properly. I've just got to work out what this issue is with the AV, and it'll be up and running. Worst comes to worst, I pull the uh, the AV plug out of the back of it and direct wire the cables. Technology, hey, you got a soldering gun, you can do a lot of shit. This is true. What else <laughs> you been doing? That's it. That's it, man. Sleeping dogs and trying to get consoles to work. Ooh. Go for it, Matt. You next. All right, I have been playing a new update of Hades. Get more details on it. Love it. Um, playing obviously my favorite phone game, Brawl Stars. Um, Are they sponsoring a- you? This is the second time we talked about this. Um, I, like, no, if they were sponsoring me, I would have a T-shirt says I'm sponsored by Brawl Stars. Um, <laughs> I would actually wear that if I could. I love the game. Um, ha- hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. Yeah, I've also been playing a lot of Double Cry. Uh, five. Just love the game mechanically and everything. It's my favorite action game. And I've also been trying to play Darksiders three. And and think about going. I think about doing a playthrough of the entire Darksiders series and do my you, you know my essay thinking about how it as an action game changed and evolved. Like people say, two is great. People say one's great. People say three is the best. I think three I is can, the best. I consider three the clunkiest in my opinion because I hate wow. That. I because I really do. I, per, the perfect dodge is phenomenal. I like that mechanic. I hate the fact that. On a button mapping situation, duh, 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 duh. like it's too much. I don't like it compared to other action games that have similar controls. Like even God of War plays smoother than that. The new God of War, not the old ones. We can't compare God of War to Dark Siders. It's just not fair. I, in an action sense, I can't. Yeah, how actually well, you, can, you, you compare you compare the old God of War. You can't compare the the newest one to. Yeah, even the old God of War is a masterpiece. It's Devil May Cry good. You can't compare that. Yeah. That's, hmm. Yeah. All right, I'll let that one slide. Come on, you really don't think God of War, Uno, Dos, at least one and two are masterpieces. One and two, okay. Three is yeah. There's a, been a bunch of God of Wars that needed some help. How yeah, about that? <laughs> That's I'll leave it. Right. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Let's not talk about those games. Carry on. Yeah. And um, that's about it. I think the last phone game in Trump playing is Mana Strike GG. Mana Strike, it's it's all right. I think I'm be, I might slightly quit that game because the meta's not good. It's like the once the strongest thing in the game so far is blue black. It is a blue black planeswalker who has like the most health, no does the most things. Just too much. <laughs> oh, oh, it's blue, a magic blue, game. Blue 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 the second you said blue and black, it's like, oh, it's magic. Got it. Yeah, yeah it's magic. Ma- Magic yeah, the Gathering, so- blue, black, so counter, counter spells and pulling stuff out of your graveyard to resummon. Yeah, basically, it's like, you never die. Why is this happening <laughs> to me now? Oh, God. You, you never die and you don't allow anybody else to play anything ever. Basically, the game. Yep. <laughs> yeah. What else you got? That's it? 
Oh uh, yeah, that's that's all I've been playing. I mean, I'm unless you want to hear about me trying to like get. Oh, I played some Kunai. I got further in Kunai. You haven't beaten that game yet? No, I've been busy playing Devil May Cry, writing down the mechanics. No, you know how no, no. This? Play Kunai. Play it all the way through. The game is like check. three hours max. Just play it all the way through. Let me check how. Let me check how far I'm into. It. I'm being serious. If you uh, tell I, me where you're at, I can tell you how far you are. That's how okay, much I played I just, that game. I just beat the pirate. I just beat the pirate chef. You know, this pirate ship. Um, I, I mean, met what, the, sequ- the first time or the second time. First time. Okay, so you're still in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I, I beat him. I knocked him off the ship. My thing crashed. I love that one because he's yes. like, oh, no, and he's running. Yeah. And you touch him he once won't... and he goes flying out. Exactly, yeah. Beat him there. Um, found the new base. I guess I have to find a way to power it up, and that's it. Yeah, you're still – you're still you're about – if we're going 1 to 10, you're about 3. Yeah, so I'll I'll sit down and beat it through, I guess. I've also played – oh, I forgot also another because I don't consider it as much. I've been playing a lot of Children of Morta. I got I unlocked Jake and I gave up it. on that game. You gave up? I kickstarted it too. I was like, this you know the is problem not- that game is? It's insanely it feels it feels bad how repetitive it is. The story yes. is great. It just repetitive feels bad because you don't feel like you're winning. It's not what I what they originally said the game was going to be. So I lost. I was like, yeah, I'm here's my money. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> I'll, I'll grow. I'll one of these days. I'll you know stop kickstarting things. But we'll see. Uh, that's well, that'll be that. What you got, Rob? Yeah, so mine's going to be kind of short because I honestly have been playing two games, one of which I can't even talk about. So um, obviously I'm playing one game that I'm enjoying a lot that we'll be hearing probably a lot about next week. Resident Evil 2, you've been playing Software Wars Tension. No, you've been Resident Evil 2. Yes, that's exactly correct. Uh, Yeah, I knew. (laughs) uh, Yeah, you can tell. Uh, (laughs) uh, The the barren wall behind me. Um, But uh, no, I've been playing a lot of that and then I'm, I've been playing a lot of Destiny 2, um, obviously because Season of the Worthy came out this week. Um, so I've been trying to get into that. And, I mean, we're – I don't know if you plan to talk about it more in Death, Keith, but um, just in general, I haven't been playing it as much for a reason. Um, and, I mean, I still like the PvP stuff. Like, my favorite parts of the game are still there, and I still enjoy playing it. But some of the, like, the, the, the bounty stuff, the PvE stuff, I'm just not – really having a good time with it's um, too grindy it's way yeah. too grindy it's padded it's just padded content because well it's not even that because like last season they had a very similar idea where with the sundial where you had to go through you upgrade the different sundials so you can get you know uh more fractaline donate it to the thing and then like i was supposed to symbol the return of trials and stuff oh that was really cool and like not only that like the loot pool was really good too like for the most part all those new weapons and stuff there were a ton more compared to this season, and they were also pretty good. And now I just kind of like I have no reason to try and get these guns that don't even seem that good because they changed like the perk rolls and everything. Yeah. So you can't have uh, quote unquote god rolls anymore. Um, and like I don't know. I just like in general like the Seraph Tower stuff. It's fine. It's like too hard, <laughs> you know. And, it's like, easy. You just gotta have people to know. I I I, I was well, surprised we did it last night. And the people that were doing it just had no idea because that was like the second time I've ever felt that event. Well, that's the thing because like I think it's it's easy if you bring in five people with you. You know what I mean? Because it's like the way that they have it set it up now, it's completely different from last season. Whereas like Vex Offensive was a five or six player fire team that match makes to the lobby and goes in. 
and you had Sundial was the exact same thing. Yeah, it's, exactly. The problem yeah. with this one is, and you know, you know, what? we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. I don't want to go into it right now. Okay, we'll okay. I, I wasn't sure if we were doing the in depth. Yeah, because if we later, do, we'll yeah. just keep going. We'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk yeah, about would, it later. Just hear me complain about the kink. Like my my pain the season two the AC Destiny, and I haven't I only played like four hours. Of it I just feel very padded. I feel like this is this is a stretched out spaghetti noodle for no reason. Yeah, yeah. What else you got, Rob? I mean, I, you you beat Resident Evil two yet? I gave you a pass no, last week man. because of that other game that I can't talk about yet. I haven't played Yo, just anything else. Love soccer raw tensions. Okay, it's, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, so much mass destruction. Right. It's fine, yeah, but you, no, you have to beat it. You have to beat it before you play Cyberpunk. Is that fair? Well, yes, I think that's fair, but also, like, if I'm going to review it, I want to put as much time as I can into it and try to get through as much of it as possible, so I'm I know you can't stay with game. I know you can't say what game you've been playing, but if people listen to last week's podcast... I think we've know. already inferred enough, yeah. <laughs> Are you enjoying it? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm having okay. a, a great time with it, don't get me wrong, and I'll elaborate about that more, um, you know, next week, but, uh, yeah, I mean, for now, it's just, like, it's been those two... And and that's it. I'm just trying to focus on that so that, that I can. Embargo is next week, is it? Yeah, they moved. What was it before? So it, it was next Monday previously. Oh, Tuesday, and now they changed it to Tuesday. It's One more it... day, guys. One yeah. more. <laughs> yeah, stupid as all hell. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, um, for me, as you can tell between our conversations, I played a lot of Destiny Two. I didn't play much last season. I'm invested in playing more this season. I want to get ready for trials. Rob and I played some PvP last night. I think we did pretty good until we ran into the, that uh that those stacks. Oh yeah, yeah. But that was <laughs> clash. Was I was fun. like, I wasn't worried about it because it's like I need to do one to get this bounty done, and then I'm good. And then we just dipped. <laughs> so that and I've been going around playing a bunch of older games, like running it from the ashes, started playing that again because that's one of my favorite games of the past year. Or so, um, mainly though, I actually been playing with tech. Can I talk? You know what? It's not a game, but so. We went to PAX East 2020, and I got a chance to go talk to IO Gear, and it had a device called the Keymander 2, which is a follow-up to the original Keymander, which lets you use a keyboard and mouse on your console. So PS3, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox 360, and Nintendo Switch. It also lets you use like an Xbox One controller on your Switch and a Switch controller on your PS4, so it does that. So I've been playing with that the last couple of days because they sent one over, and I got it Wednesday. So that was cool. So thank you, IO Gear, for that. Um, it is a pain to set up if you're using the Xbox, but once you get it set up, it works really good. Uh, review coming soon. I actually have a video review talking about it and also a written review. I will also say this uh, this is not me being elitist whatsoever. I feel for my console brethren. I played Destiny 2 on the Xbox One X, and holy shit, that is bad. 30 frames per second is terrible in Destiny. Oh my God. That's just yeah. I can't I can't do it. I I, I would I was sitting there, I was like, I'm gonna do it. And then I was like, nah, I can't do this. I, no. 30 frames. Can't do can't do the old 3-0, huh? Is it locked to 30 frames? Yes. I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I can't do it. I literally cannot do it. And then if you play 4K and HDR kicks in, oh baby, it gets worse. Chuggy chug. That was yeah. terrible. But the key mana two works great. If you're thinking about it, I definitely recommend it. There's been a couple of people that asked me on a video I talked about. I did an unboxing a week ago. It works great, guys. There is no delay. It is a pain they ask to set up and configure, but once you set it up and you get your profiles down, it's a great, it's great. Uh I was trying to think whatever games I played. 
No, I haven't played anything other than that in in the Keymander. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't jump on the Hades update. Unless, do you have Hades? I don't have it yet. Oh I don't my have god! It yet. You should got it during the uh, summer, the winter sales. Twenty bucks. I should have. Part. Yeah, I'm I'm stupid. But I have so many things to do, you know. And I'm just another day in the life. In the life of the. All right, so uh, you know what? Let's talk about the Destiny Two stuff because that'd be really quick. Austin's not here, so you won't hear much of Destiny Two. So <laughs> as you as you heard, Rob and I have been playing it. Rob is kind of conflicted on what he thinks about the game so far, as far as the PVE, and I agree. So getting back to what you were saying, Rob, I think the problem with that is a lot of the content is gated behind the boundaries or the bounties, and when you do the sheriff towers or sheriff towers or how you pronounce that crap. People are doing the bounties and not doing anything else. Doing that objective is an afterthought. Oh, if I did this, great, but I'm only here for the bounties. That's the thing yeah, about basically. the Seraph Towers. Like the main problem with it is that even if you get away from the difficulty of it it's, it's itself, whether it has a massive amount of enemies or whatever, like whether people are jumping in or not, what's the point of doing it, right? Because the question is like, you know, whether you want to even bother trying to do the Seraph Tower events when you can just grab bounties and go to Crucible or something like that. There's no reason to do the Seraph Towers at all because you, you get less of the currency, um, you get less of the Warmind bits, and even if you have a chipset to get whatever the, the next chest is, like... Well, if you if you successfully do it, you get you get decent gear, but that's the thing you gotta successfully do it, and it's not yeah. worth doing it for the uh, for the uh, the war mine bits because you get like anywhere you get less than ten yeah. unless you yeah. unless you have a perk that increases the drop. So yeah. it's terrible. Doing it no, for, there's no yeah. point in doing it there. <laughs> doing it for gear is useless. The only thing right now to get good gear in Destiny Two is if you do Crucible, if you do Comp, because every time you go up a level in Comp, you get gear. Um, the strikes you might get lucky. Uh, the prime emblems, emblems you might get lucky, and that's it. Because Shaxx ain't giving you shit. Shaxx ain't yeah. giving you nothing worthwhile. Yeah, you just cannibalize so, so all that you, stuff into your your current gear. No... Yep. Yep. So, so, so what, what would you recommend to somebody like myself who hasn't touched this in a long time and practically has to start from scratch? Well, if you're in that position, there's a ton of stuff for you to still do. If you want to go good stuff that you can yeah. still do, yeah. you can still go past, go through all the old seasons, uh, and go past all your content. Like if you jump in Forsaken, Forsaken is still amazing. It's still one of the best experiences so far. Do Forsaken and enjoy it. There's no problem with that. And even though we're grappling about this season, uh, there's still a lot of stuff in it that's worthwhile. And it's a catch-up system. So you're coming in, you're going to get a lot of good gear to catch you up really fast. Because if, especially with the season pass, the season pass, if, oh, you're, yeah. if you just jump in, it gives you 960 gear from the, from the jump. Yeah. yeah. So you're fine. When you first start, if you've never played and you first start, you're, like, you're, you're put on the same level as everybody else. Yeah. It's like... Uh, Warcraft easy or easy catch up. And I'm, it also I'm helps that like a lot of the competitive multiplayer and crucible, it, there's no level advantage. So even if you have shit guns or whatever, like eh, you know, I, I I disagree. There is no level advantage, but if you can do raids and get those badass weapons and then you better destroy all, people. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean perks are a different thing, you know, because it's hey, like power level itself is is fine. Like yeah, power level never, useless in PvP. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean perks and stuff will obviously give you an advantage, but that's for every player and every gun, you know, regardless of however many perks your gun may have, you know, whatever. Um 
at least at, at that point you can you can hop into crucible and not be scared of it you know what i mean it's not like you feel like oh i'm i'm powerless because i just started why would i even bother yeah, trying you should to do... you should never yeah if for those listen to this and for those who've never played destiny and are thinking about it and jumping to pvp you should never feel that way there are people that play nothing but crucible all day and they're good trust me we get sniped by those people all the freaking time you peek around the corner oh hey i got a beloved or i got a revoker you just poke your head out once and you're dead it's like wait how did you even see me so don't be afraid to die because that's part of the game you spawn right back in you go right back in and don't be afraid to fight people that are higher level than you because crucible is a level ground outside of certain weapons unless you're really bad and even then it rewards you for doing bad don't do comp though Comp, no, stay away from no. comp. Comp will kick your ass. Um, I'm looking forward to trials. We haven't done it yet because trials, there is no matchmaking. You have to have a team of three. And that makes sense because you need to know the person you're playing with. You got to stay in communication. So voice communication is a must. You must know strategy. You must know map placement. So, yeah. I mean, that's 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 the, uh, you know common in competitive games. But my, my current beef with like testing the latest season because I only played four hours of it. I just gave up. I felt like the content feels more padded. It doesn't have like like unless you're gonna like I said play for PvP, which is the strong which is the strong point of Destiny in my opinion. It's like a strong the strongest core right now. The PvE content is like guys, it's just it's it's I say it butts. It's pretty butts. If you haven't done it before, it's fantastic. Yeah, if you're at this level, it's butts. It's the same thing that Warcraft had issues with and probably still does. I don't know. I've played a game it for years. It still does. It's yeah. They it's, haven't introduced any new I mean, there's a couple new fire strikes you can do, but I guess because I've never played them before, they're new. They rotate out. They yeah. could have added more fire strikes for people that are single player. But I, I feel they're running to the issue where Warcraft did where they're trying to focus on things to keep everybody involved instead of giving you a single-player experience, and that's not the thing to go. I don't do multiplayer outside of Crucible. I've never run a... Well, I take it back. I ran a Night Strike by myself, trying to beat it by myself. I've never done a raid. I've not done anything with multiple people outside of matchmaking. So a lot of that content is still off-limits to me. Uh, but, you know, if they listen. At least Bungie listens. At least, oh, at no, least no. they're listening. My thing about it to me is like I felt like, this is my opinion, is that this season... They should have focused, just purely focus on balancing and give PvP PVE experience so people can grind towards something. And then next season is all PvP stuff. Like they should probably rotate, and that's my opinion. They should do they it. They did balance. They got they they nerfed one eye mask. They balanced. Yeah, they yeah. No, balance. no, no. I'm talking about more people, like more things to do in PvP besides teabag a guy and go woo. You know? Uh no. I mean PvP. It, 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 I think it's fine. It, it could be better. It no, could be better. Is it's 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 not the PvP of your so it's it's balanced. I mean, it never will be when you when it's you balanced quotation marks. You, I mean, name one game that is completely balanced, and I will give you a game that's broken. Basically, um, I can actually argue this because I play fighting games. I, I, I was say, waiting for you to say that. Uh, Virtual Fighter Four Evo is considered one of the more balanced fighting games of existence, and uh, it's also dead. Still, people, it's still highly <laughs> Vampire Savior. Uh, S Super Turbo, Did. Grand Blue Fantasy. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of issues with Grand Blue. Uh, that's because people people actually don't know what they're doing. I'm being quite <laughs> serious. That's a fact. I actually want to pick that up on PC. I heard the PC um, port is good. Yeah. What else is currently King of Fighters? Third Samurai Showdown. It's very balanced. 
Uh, I will say that is that is a very balanced game. I haven't played some of that. I will say SK did a good job with that. King of Fighters 13 and 14. 14? Yeah. It's it's not everyone's favorite, but it's no. only because I still play fighting games, I just don't play them as much. Yeah. That, that's game, I can actually, yeah, fighting is game. This game is pretty balanced, but I think that PvP for Destiny in the realm of Destiny, it is balanced. And I use that because it's like it for every gun that eviscerates you, there's a slight counterweight not to get eviscerated. Unless and you're plus, talking hand cannons then or sniper rifles. Then yeah. I will say, I will say though, one of the biggest changes to Destiny 2 right now is the fact that the meta has changed and auto rifles are back. I was gonna say they're actually freaking way. They're definitely yeah. taking steps in a, in a way where they're it's becoming more balanced. I mean, yeah. for one thing, auto rifles are 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 yes, they're back. Like absolutely, back. like think, like prior to season of the worthy, nobody used auto rifles in in PvP. Yeah. Period. Nope. Even whether you were a casual or a competitive player, like there was no point because and they're, they're fun now. They they are fun. they always were fun. That's the thing because d- the the DPS for auto rifles were so bad previous to this last season that. Even if you had something like Hard Light, which was at the end of last season really good, it still was just not that good in comparison to to any other gun that you could use because auto rifles, damage-wise, just weren't worth using. Nope. Even if you had really good stability perks and you got the stability catalyst for Hard Light, like it was it was a very solid gun and it had no damage fall-offs. So you could be as far back as you want, but it still just wasn't as good as any other scout rifle or hand cannon that you could get or any sniper that you could get to use. Whereas, like, now it's, like, auto rifles have that damage buff now, and you pair that with the perks that they already had, which are all still really good. It's just the fact that they weren't strong enough to compete with any other weapons. Now they have these perks that are actually in service to making the guns better, so that it's actually worth using compared to before, where they were just weak regardless of whatever perk roll or god roll you had. No, I will say I'm getting very tired of Heartlight. (laughs) I'm getting very tired of that gun now. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I like using mine, so... No, I love it. It's, just, it's an exotic, and I have to use another weapon. So I actually have yeah. my arc light that I got last season, and it has really good perks. So it has triple tap and um, outlaw on it. So I'm never getting rid of that weapon. <laughs> never, <laughs> never. I will Nerf stay with coming. that. <laughs> That's like it probably Nerf will. I mean, I mean, they killed Breakneck. Breakneck would have been great. Would have been amazing. Would have been great for this, but it's dead. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I mean, sure. I don't, I don't want to sit here and talk Destiny two all day because we should have Austin just have her own, have her own. What is what is IGN's Destiny podcast? The f- I think it's Fire I, Team Chat. Yeah, Fire we should do our own. Yeah. We should do our own right. one day. But yeah, yeah so Destiny two <laughs> isn't a good place right now. PvP could be better. Trials or Cyrus is back. We have to try that out. But so far, we're having fun. Carl, you changed your background again. I saw that. <laughs> oh my god dynamite <laughs> i totally saw that yeah i was like wait a sec what's going on here mate <laughs> but all right so anything else to add to a destiny there rob no i don't think so i mean we touched on the pve stuff i'm still happy with what they're doing with pvp so i have yeah, no problem that, there uh, yeah but that's where i'm focusing on yeah well, I mean, a piece of chocolate, so keep talking for another couple seconds. <laughs> uh, let's, let's talk about how we should all nerf Hunter into the ground. Let's talk about that. All right. That's Please. A good, that's yeah, a yeah. Good. Let's, let's, let's just take them and throw them off a cliff and just praise Warlocks. The rest I think of the game. they that... could use a lot, some some special ability nerfs, specifically supers, because I don't want to focus on any of their other abilities. Like throwing knives and stuff, I think, are fine. Yeah. Um, I'm tired of fucking yeah. dodge. No, I'm tired of the dodge. Especially with you get the one a piece of armor. 
that you dodge and it increases your accuracy and your power and your speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, like, it's then you, nuts, and then you yeah. pop spectral blades and it's like I'm dead. Yeah, you just, you just literally put your hands up and just pray. Like spectral just... blades is insane. When I see like... somebody pop spectral blades in front of me and I don't have anything to kill, I'm like, you know what? Kill me. Yeah, you just kind of accept it, right? Because it's literally <laughs> right. like the hit detection for that super is better than a warlock. Yep. Like, how does that make sense? A warlock should be a mage based range powerhouse. Like, and then if if you're not using like, uh, I don't know, um, like the the fire or the or the um, like the lightning based one. If you're playing even like still, even still, it doesn't yeah, have a lot of range. Storm one. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's horrible. If you if you pop if you pop the pop that one and and a hundred pops golden gun, golden gun's gonna rape you. Yeah, every time. Yeah, every time. Burst, yeah. Like I let's let's put it this way. Everyone knows guns is better than magic. That's what pretty much Destiny taught me when I got murdered. Destiny still said was space magic. Stop that nonsense. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> space magic. Because we need space jeebus. Yeah, oh, we God. should say this for our Destiny podcast. We're going to yeah, move on from Destiny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, um, so. You guys, now, now I know what it's like when me and Matt start talking wrestling. I had no fucking clue what it is. <laughs> you, you don't know about, about, you don't know anything I, about I'm like, topic. I might as well go get a drink, have some lunch. So but you know something, but you know something about this topic. So, <laughs> wait, where'd you go? Matt, what the hell did you go? Where oh, the hell did you go? Oh, wait, cool. Wait. I'm over here now. Oh, no, just kidding. He's having connections. Matt's having connection issues, so uh, uh, did he break something, Matt? They're, they're onto him. They know what's going on. Something <laughs> happened, so uh, I won't change yeah. the skin. I'll leave it there the way it is for now until he gets back in here. Actually, I will change it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> what did you do? Oh, God. Segmented. See, this is what happens when you do live podcasts. Shit just <laughs> breaks. Live TV, ladies and gentlemen. The anyway, children what, or video games. When he's trying to fix his stuff, well, oh, there he is, Matt. What did you do? Uh, it's in the chat. He broke it. Uh, he did break it. Yeah, just check, check, check private chat. It's kind of, All right. Uh, All right. Okay. So, I don't know how that affects your ability to stream, but yeah. <laughs> like, you want to see that running through? So. No, we're good. Exactly. All, All right. right. Anyway. All right, so uh, damn it, now I gotta change the timestamp. I was so good to go. Where are we at? Thirty-one twenty. Thirty-one. So, this is everybody's favorite topic because some people in this room hate the convention. Some people just want it to evolve. We're talking about E three, and yes, the coronavirus, the bear oh, no. virus, COVID nineteen has killed it alongside of many other gaming conventions of this year. But the talk is now that E three may not come back. May um, not come back. Finally. Negative Nancy's. Uh, that's you and Carl, Matt. No, It's like, come on. You you were unsuccessful five plus years. We had to wait to a disease for you guys to realize you suck at your job. I mean, that's like Scott Schneider Batman. His daughter had to die for him to realize he was bad at making movies. That's how long it took. And this is not a knock on like Scott Snyder movies or his family, but that's how hard long if it, if it takes someone that, that critical angry. to realize oh, you're shit. bad at your job, that's that says something. But you know, E3's a legacy, I respect it for what it was, brought me memories as a kid. It didn't evolve properly, it didn't do anything it should have been doing. And it, if it doesn't come back, whatever. If it comes back, I pray it learns from his lessons. If it doesn't, I'll be like, well, I got my XX Direct. I got my PlayStation Play. Well, I they did say internet. it's coming back, but right now, I mean, the, the topic is, should it come back? No, no God, no. Yeah. 
Well, I'm curious what uh, Matt's position are the the supposed plans of what the next E3 was going to be. I mean, how do you feel about the whole influencer driven stuff? Like, that seems bad. That seems like a bad yeah, idea. Yeah, I'm not cool with that. Because I that's, mean, essentially, I... that's essentially buying your spot. It seems it, it would turn what people accuse gaming media of being a a a, a marketing arm for the big companies or any other nerd. Mace, you turned off your green screen. What happened, buddy? Eh, it could be fucked. I mean, let's put it this way: uh, the dynamite, the dynamite contract is over, payments gone. <laughs> but all, all seriousness, what happened was that if you have influence based, as even all popular guys are, they would just look like marketing shills to it, and it won't be authentic media. Like you we've know, already guys. talked about, we've already talked about how we feel about the industry going towards an all influencer industry. And I, I don't like, I, I don't like it. I don't, it, I don't like that. I, I will say, yeah. I will say before you go in there. I was talking to a gentleman in uh, top uh, topic geez, in Twitter, and they were like, "Why not just turn E3 into a giant festival, to a, a celebration of gaming?" And that makes that mm. makes perfect sense, actually. We, 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 we already have that. It's called PAX. Yeah, this is true. Pat, yeah, it's true. But uh, honestly, I, I, I guess you're that. right. But like at the same time, you know, I mean, the industry itself is already turning its head away from E3, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. but it, if it does fundamentally change into something else, and it's doing that on purpose to 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 become a celebration rather than a trade show, I mean, I guess I I still I don't necessarily agree with the whole influencer focus thing. But if it were to turn into something that's more of like a consumer fan based event, then like. Who are we to complain if the if the other if the big three are going to still decide to go and do their own conference around the same time anyway? You know, I mean, I I understand that there's a tradition behind E3 and what it's always meant to be for the games industry thus far, but like in the end, I guess if everybody's still kind of doing their own thing anyway, and then they decide to turn it into just this big fan event and it has nothing to do, I mean, I guess it 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 doesn't really make sense to the name itself, but. I mean, yeah, I could see it in the future swapping away from E3 and just becoming something that's that's completely consumer fronting, has very little, if any, media related events specific to them. And I guess that's kind of what they might have to do. I, and, you know, I just. And it's not I don't think Sony's I, ever coming back. I think no, they're done. I, and there's something I don't really agree with that in some aspects because it's like, perfect example is, and not, not to bring back comics, it's like. DC gave rid of Vertigo only to make Black Label. You change your entire company to get rid of adult-oriented comics to make something for adult-oriented comics. That seems like a bad decision. You were you started off as a media-based convention. Now you're just a standard convention. At that point, then you lost your identity as a company or something. That's the way. Well, that's the thing. Like E3 used to be exactly what it was. It was a trade show. It was meant for. Uh, for your companies to come in and see what they were going to be buying over the next exactly. 12 months. It was there for the media to come in and get previews and get their connections for the next 12 months. And the second they started bringing the public in, it lost a lot of that. Like, that, that uniqueness, it, its need, its drive of what it was. Now, people can, if you want previews, okay, wait for the next Nintendo Direct, you know. Uh, Sony has their own thing now. Pretty much, it, it all just came down to it, they just weren't needed in a digital marketplace. Yes. You know, if they're, unless, if they're, if they're, if they're, yeah, unless you're an independent. But even then, I, I believe that PAX does a better job representing oh, indie companies yeah. Yeah, than do, E3 ever has. 
100 percent, yes. You know, and th- and that's and that's the thing. You know, not to, to blow smoke up Pax's ass because we all end up going to to one of them yeah. in one way or another. But they had their their indie showcase, their indie space that they dedicate at least a quarter of the venue to independent developers is the reason why Pax is probably one of the better versions of what E3 can be with the public as a gaming a celebration of gaming as a, a gaming convention. If E3 was to come back, it needs to come back as private. It needs to be media and um, buying, like retail and, sellers only. And, and by that, and, 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 shri- and shrink what you're doing. None of these big elaborate sets anymore. Go back to little booths where you might have one or two little setup things. Because if you're just going to do media and you're just going to do retailers, you're not going to need as much space. But now, but at the end, of, at the end of the day, if a company wants to make a big hoopla about their upcoming games, they can do it online and do it a lot more successfully. Hell, again, Nintendo Directs are uh, absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, they're they're space. amazing. I think the, 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 Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo, saw, Nintendo saw the writing on the wall and said, "We need to go digital. We need to remove ourselves from E3, but do something in that same E3 timetable." Just because that's when all the the eyes of the gaming world are, are on a single place, right? And See, and- I reckon, I reckon, keep, if they want to keep it, either go go private and bring it back to just retailers and media, media, or if companies just want to ditch E three altogether, do that. Say the time frame of E E three is when you'll get your Nintendo Direct, when you'll get your Ubisoft presentation, you'll get your digital developer presentation, your Microsoft, your Sony. Have them all go, okay, we're going to dedicate a week in the middle of June or something to, to put out our press releases, our big previews, and we'll work together as, you know, we'll take this time slot, you guys take that, etc., etc. Yeah. And by the way, as you yeah. discussed earlier, making it private smaller, much as you and I discussed, you know, wrestling why New Japan is popular because it has that it factor. It's hard to acquire, so people yeah. will, people will like follow all of these journalistic sites like us or IGN or etc. to get those scoop of information for something that's not revealed to public. You create a buzz for it. Yeah. Just- oh, you yeah, have a look, have a look at what we do when E three comes around. We have pretty much everybody sitting. I'm going to Discord, miss that. I'm going to Discord, miss that. Oh, and, and we But the thing is, that cannot, that doesn't have to change. If they go to a completely digital landscape where they organize times where each company gets a chance to put out their wares through an online presentation of, say, an hour or half an hour or whatever, then we can, we as media, we still get to sit there, watch these streams live, and go, okay, here's our new stories, and let's start pumping them out. Yeah, you, you can still do that in the digital marketplace. That's what we've been doing for the last couple of years. We just watch the E3 streams. It's just instead of having an E3 branding on them, yeah, everybody goes independent and decides to actually work it as a cooperative unit for the first time in a million years, <laughs> and actually decide to put on stuff at certain times so that way the media can and even the general public can see what's going on, and we'll they see- save a lot. And they save a lot of overhead by not having to lug out, you know, a, a dozen friggin' units of the same game onto the show floor. I mean, it's, I, yeah. it's the same idea from being a, a wait a second, sports. Wait a second, let Rob go. He's been trying to say something. For no, a second. you're you're good. So, no, I mean, I, never. I, Rob, no, damn it. Up, All right, see you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so in terms of that, I mean, I, I agree to some extent. I think the online model can absolutely work. But I mean, the thing is, is from like the perspective of, of stuff like indie games and a lot of stuff, because like 
indie games have a, a very hard time trying to break out into the industry in general. I mean, that's that's kind of a given, especially with any indie developer, whether you have a huge budget, you have a huge team or the latter. If you have like only two people working on your game, you know, that's an extreme example. But like the thing is, is that exposure for indie games are so hard, even if they have a completely online only conference, like say the Xbox conference, they have their it at Xbox program, you know, they'll they'll showcase all these games and stuff that are that are part of the ind- independent creators that are partnering with them or being showcased during their conference. Like the thing is, is that a lot of indie developers, they don't have like the time money to, to, to build up like a, an E3 demo that like, you know, we've seen in the past with AAA games like, you know, like the the Uncharted demo for example starts at the beginning of an entire chapter and moves all the way through for the most part like indie developers don't really have the time or money to do that so it's like you know they they come out with a trailer that could just be shots from the game every once in there um you know and a lot of the times if especially if it's an indie game it's much harder to convince people to go and try that game or do a preview of that game or it just at least get the name of that game out there for people to try because like a lot of the times somebody might f- see that interested and then if they find it on the show floor later they'll go and try it or do a preview of it or what have you whether you're media or you're just public in general if they if they don't have that presence there then a lot of the time somebody might see that trailer and then come home, forget about it, or or just you know stop watching the conference and be like, oh, what was that game? And then maybe you go back and find it like, oh, okay, and and then not think about it later on. Like I just feel like the non physical presence of them being there makes it harder for them to be found, which is you know can be life or death for any indie developer or indie game. And so I to that extent, I think the physical presence is going to harm at least indie developers, uh, at least to some extent, I think, because it's just going to be harder well, for I them. I feel like indie developers know not to go to Big 3. They kind of have their own thing yeah. going on with the internet as well as just using the pack systems. Because well, some the, indie developers are stuck within their region, like... PAX East, you'll always, sometimes find Wedged Eye Games. I love Dave Gilbert. You'll find Francisco Gonzalez. He worked in New York. You'll find him there because he runs those point-click adventure games. PAX South has a lot of the, I, I think, uh, Keith, you remember this, the guys who made Witch Beam. Witch Beam is in PAX South? Oh, they came PAX East. I can't recall. They came PAX East. PAX I, I met them at PAX East. So they came up here. So, yeah. It's like they kind of have their own for that. I don't think E3... E3 has never really kind of catered indies, and for them to change our ideology that would be pretty hard. Because again, they want the AAA people. That's what they're. But been doing. you know, we had this com- we had this conversation oh, yeah, before, and yeah, it it is E three is about the AAA. It, it, yeah. it is. It totally is. That's that's the uh, the community. Oh, not to me. But, I knew what that's, that's, that's their appeal. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's the thing. Like you know, you're not wrong in, in your opinion in not having the physical space there and stuff like that. And yeah. there still will be ID at Xbox. There still we will be some indie focus in the PlayStation. Uh, presses and all that type of stuff. And yeah, not having that physical presence straight afterwards might hurt an independent developer. But again, this is where PAX has stepped up and been that company that, or at least be that convention that represents the independent model a lot stronger than E3 ever has. I will also say uh, PAX has gotten bigger every year. Oh, yeah. Uh, With the exception of maybe South, it could be a lot better. People don't really care too much for South. But it comes up at a bad time. Uh, but I will like, say Repop is a big reason for that. Repop is definitely a big reason for that. Because Repop also has, I think they also have, what is the other one? Not the CEXC. What? They have another one. They have another uh, gaming convention that's big in Europe. And yeah. they've been 
basically taking that model and moving it over to this one. You're talking about Gamescom? No, not Gamescom. They have a no, there's a, there's like a, there's a C, CX. Yeah, something. yeah. I, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I remember what you're talking about, but I can't remember the name of it either. Yeah, let me look it up. It was it, but, it's um, big over there, and I've been slowly watching yeah. emulate that over here. It's not CES. CGX. EGX. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they've been basically, uh, you know. Yeah, it's and that's the thing. It's like, it's always going to be that, that independent presence in some of the co- large company uh, presentations. And that's the way it's always been. You know what? You know what PAX needs, and, and it's only it's only been it's only been a, a minuscule. It's like a, a five minute at most at these independent companies. So to be honest, they're not losing as much. But yeah, I can understand that having a, a, a show floor or something to work with is a lot harder. But then again, that's where why we praise PAX because they give them that show floor and they give them a, a lot of that show floor. Well, you know, and part of that is because of the Indie Mega Booth. PAX always has the Indie Mega Booth, and it's always at yeah. their events. And that that is a big focus of PAX. It's not an afterthought. Indie Mega Booth is like, this is your own section, guys, to do your own shit. And mm-hmm. again, if you ever go to a PAX event and go to the Indie Mega Booth, you may never leave. Yeah. So many but it's people. great. Because, it's so many because there, there, there are that many passionate developers out there. As soon as they see somebody walking by, if they don't have a controller or a keyboard in their hand, they're grabbing you and throwing you in front of their game and going, "Here, play this." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, know, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to. I don't, like, don't want to. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Like the indie mega booth here in Australia has actually gotten bigger and bigger every year. It now spills over to over a third of the actual convention. It's knocked <laughs> bigger companies' spaces down because they had to. Put more space in for the indie games. I don't want to. I don't want to derail this, but you know, the indie mega booth is is not uh, specific to PAX. They they're their own entity. And they go different places. They they go to the GDC. Uh, they've been to a couple other events outside of PAX, but PAX always makes it an effort to bring them over to the events. They're but they're I'll everywhere. Highlight them. Yeah, they go everywhere. Yeah. But and, yeah, E E three's canceled and. Yeah, look. It, 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 to to be honest, if it's gone and it doesn't return, you know, there's always going to be other ways. You know, look at it, all the companies that had to drop out suddenly because of what's going on in the world. You know, Digital Evolver was one of the first ones to go. Okay, we're not doing anything, but we're still going to f- work on doing an online presentation. Microsoft did the same. Sony did the same. They're all going to work on having their own online presentations, and if they can put it in the same week that E3 was. Then nothing really changes except the loss of the E3 brand. That's yeah, it. I mean, uh, we'll, I'll just say this, and we can move on. It just seeing something that's been there for so long and fell into a vob, and seeing it go away, and seeing what's happening to it, it just hurts. Because Blockbuster. yeah, they they were <laughs> it, they were the thing that everybody inspired inspired to be. They yeah. were that was the event that you always wanted to go to. And it's like you're a shadow of your former self, and everybody's like, "We don't care anymore. Goodbye." Yeah, yeah. it hurts. Basically. I mean, we all it grew does, up wanting to look yeah. at E3 every year. E3, hey, new PlayStation. E3, new Xbox. Hey, new games. And now it's like it's now a relic of the history past. You, again, like we did last time, you got PAX, you got Gamescom, you got Tokyo Game Show, you got the Tapelli Game Show, you've got the Game and Awards Gamescom, Show, all sorts of stuff. You've got the Nintendo Direct, the PlayStation. State of PlayStation, State of Play. You've got the Insider Xbox. EA does their own thing. Devolver Digital does their own thing. I mean, with the with the with the um, the rise of digital 
media and, and stream events, these big events that failed to evolve, E3 will slowly go away. PAX constantly keeps going up. Gamescom keeps going. Gamescom is amazing because they give you press two days. Two days to do whatever. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm done talking about you. You guys have made me depressed. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. You, it seems like you made yourself depressed. You just well, got to let it go, man. Yeah, let it pretty much. Some, like I respect you as tradition, but they have refused to modernize, take care of themselves, and just like I said, like Scott Snyder, it had to take an epic event from the realize things are bad, and that's when you know it's bad. All right, uh, all right. Can, can we move on to the other disappointing news we've had? Yeah, this I was going to say we're going to get more depressing. Right? <laughs> okay, wait. Which one's the other depressing news? Oh, wait. You want to talk about that one? Okay, so. uh Reggie, Reggie betrayed us all, and Reggie is now working with evil to stop the game. I mean, Reggie's my peoples. He's from Yapakukasen. He's Haitian, so he's doing the best he can. I mean, I think it's a great move. It is. is. It's a great move because as much as people clown it, it goes to show that GameStop is serious about surviving. They're trying to evolve. I've seen some of their mock-ups of their their eSport digital stores, and while I'm not impressed, it does say, hey, we're trying to do something versus we're going to keep doing the same thing, and eventually you guys will either love us or you'll just hate us. Yeah. So Reggie right. coming aboard brings years of experience. He's Honestly, a well-known name in the game industry, and oh, he's yeah. respected. He's respected. He would, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think he would have signed on for this if he thought that it was going to be bad or not going to work out. Yeah, the, the, the accusations of payday is kind of stupid, and too, he's Reggie. I mean, he's Reggie! The man, the man, like I said, he, like I said, uh, listen, a Haitian Caribbean man saved Nintendo, at least for Americans. So that's good. That, to me, that's a win. He's, a, he's the person. man of a million memes, okay? <laughs> yeah, he's a man of a million memes. And I really, res- and to me, with his experience of customer service and talking between customers and to corporate, he probably could save GameStop, at least in a public facing space, because GameStop needs a lot of help of just earning the consumer's trust back. I mean, yeah. look at look at this way. When you think of Nintendo, you think of three people. You think of Miyoto, uh, Awada, yeah. and and Reggie. Uh, I just think of Reggie. I don't think those are two guys. Those guys are bums. But I mean, you <laughs> think of those three people. No, no. So, I just 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 Reggie and him telling everyone the game's coming out on time. And I look at my 3ds. Oh, it's here. Oh God, thank you, Reggie. Base Reggie. <laughs> So well, for me, I think the big thing is it'll be it's interesting available. to see. Yeah. <laughs> for me, I think the most interesting thing will be what his perspective is going to be. I mean, he's obviously going to bring some new ideas to the table, and obviously they've been trying well, some stuff it. with the whole like esports thing, like the the gaming hangouts that they're turning their stores into. And like, I get it, you know, you need to try something like. I think he's going to bring some perspective to a lot of the systems in place that GameStop already has and see what, how they can effectively change those. Because you know how, like, a lot of the time, I mean, I can't say the last time I went into a GameStop, but the last time that I did, I, you know, you you're, you get the typical, like, run around with, uh, hey, are you looking for something in particular? Are you trying to pre-order something? Okay, you're buying this. Would you also like to pre-order this? And are you interested in our I game hear that a lot. I hear that a that? lot from or, people. I, I never speech. experienced that. My GameStop is amazing. Those guys are awesome. Oh. I, I never get that. Oh, well, right, but that's like that's probably like a personal thing because, like, yeah. you know, the per- the wait, people wait, themselves wait, 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 that wait. may not want to go along with the corporate rigmarole of saying, "Okay, I so, have to follow this bullet so, point and this bullet point," and like, you know, other people will literally just be like, "I'm just trying to sell some games," you know. Here, have yeah. this game. Like, you, that's you it. Tell, you, know? you can tell the difference between a new employee who follows every dot point and an older employee who's just like, "I just want to take your money and get you the hell out of my store." Yeah, 
or, or, yeah. or even, and especially the ones that you get to know over time, and they know your buying habits. And yeah. They're like, don't even try to upsell him; he's not going to bother. He yeah. knows exactly what yeah. he wants. Yeah, I yeah, think my but, my. But, but, I think with uh, with Reggie joining though, I think the, the the only problem with this is he's joining the board of directors, which yeah, means he's not he's oh. not the solitary voice. Right. He, he, shouldn't, he, be. Like, he shouldn't be. No, he shouldn't but I be. think but I think with his like you said, he's got the experience. He's the guy who, who basically helped Nintendo really get back after some really bad decisions from yeah. Japan. You know, the, the Japanese division screwing over Nintendo is something shocking and Reggie going, hey, I'm going to find a way to fix this and spin it and make you love me. <laughs> and then, you know, to go into a, a company like AIMSOP, which has one of the worst reputations of business, besides probably EA. I will say EA has gotten... They've EA done some good things. One or the other. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Um, but, like, the fact that he's not... One of the he's not going to be like one of the the voices. He is a voice. He could come up with some brilliant ideas that he knows will fix the business, and they'll could turn around and go, uh, "No, we're not going to. We're going to we're going to vote this down." Sorry, Reggie. And then he can just come. Then he can. Then he just just becomes another depressed member of the board that's taking a paycheck from GameStop. Well, that's that's the (laughs) thing. That's the pessimism. I heard that. Yeah, that's the (laughs) thing. When I mentioned beginning, I don't think he would come there and. And, and just let them do that. If it, there had to be some kind of conversation, right? Like, look, you're either gonna listen to what I have to say, or there's no point in me being here in the first place. And then it's yeah. Reggie. He's not gonna just say, you know what, this is dumb. I'm out. He's gonna say, yeah. no, this is not gonna work. I ran Nintendo of America. I turned this around. You should listen to me because you are not doing good. Yeah, and that's probably, the thing too, because his voice carries a lot of weight. Obviously, because of all of his oh, pedigree, yeah. like yeah. people are going to see he, that, and he'll probably you know, yelling at him in Creole, and my mother yells at me. She'd be like, "Oh, about you, <laughs> You know, just yelling at him. Yeah, yelling, but I, all, all seriousness, it's like, come on, do I mean, uh, hire yeah. the guy not to do his job? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plus, I think plus, my my main point to, was add him to the GameStop commercials now. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Like <laughs> we'll certainly help on the marketing yeah, standpoint. I think yeah, my point yeah, was yeah. that I, I'm, I'm quite I'm quite sure that they're they're doing a new round of GameStop TV videos now to be played in every store across the nation. Twenty four seven with Reggie on every freaking commercial. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't complain honestly. I think that yeah, would get people fun. in the store. Yeah, go ahead, Rob. What uh, you but I, honestly, I, I just wanted to just make my point clear that it's not necessarily like the people themselves that I think he's going to help improve. But I think like him trying to literally, you know, see if he can influence, you know, the corporate design choices that have been put into it. Like, you know, the whole thing with like um, there was like a, a story a while back about like the the quota essentially with GameStop employees and GameStop yeah. stores where they had to reach in terms of upselling old games, you know, used games, all that kind of stuff. And I think he he's going to find a way at least or at least try to um, contribute to kind of ending the stigma of, of getting, you know, like losing money if you go to GameStop, whether you're trying to buy something or sell something to them, you know, whether it, even it, if it does make any difference in terms of selling used games or not. I mean, I'm not trying to specifically focus on that, but I think he's going to at least be able to, add to you know making it a more positive experience when you walk into a GameStop rather than just having like these very strict policies of trying to make the most money out of someone try to focus it more on something that they're already doing now with trying to make these like uh gaming community hangouts rather than 
rather than it just being a store, like a consumerist place, you know? And I think he's going to at least help in that aspect and try to terms what the corporate structure is for that and what they need to be doing moving forward. Hi, welcome to GameStop. How can I rip you off today? And you know what? Yeah. If they don't listen, he'll probably down. He'll be like, you know what? I tried to listen. Whatever. And, and, that, and that, if that happens, that'd be more embarrassing for GameStop. Think about it. Oh, yeah. You let the guy who essentially saved Nintendo's face in America walk out of your company, that is the biggest blow to your marketing and public face I could ever see. And then we can see them go downhill even faster. So, yeah. If the ball how is in the, their court. to the corporate. <laughs> that happens. Power to corporate. But oh, to... <laughs> All right. So if you guys have not been paying attention, some PlayStation fanboys were pretty upset this past week because <laughs> there was a rumor that uh, Horizon Zero Dawn was coming to the PC and everybody's like, it's not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. I'll eat my hat. It's not happening. It's happening. There was so many people on Twitter like, oh, where's that dude that said it was never going to happen? Somebody made a bet they were, uh, they were going to buy them a copy of Final Fantasy VII Remake if it happened, and they lived up to their word. So uh, it's totally <laughs> happened, and I'm glad to see it is happening. I just I don't understand why these PlayStation fanboys are getting so upset. Yes. Horizon Zero Dawn's been on a PC or a PC PlayStation Four since 2017. It sold over 10 million copies, and you know what? Nobody's playing it anymore. Nobody's yeah, it's, buying it anymore. It's it's literally that whole thing of, uh, hey, we had something exclusive to us. Now all of a sudden, that exclusivity has been taken away. It's it's the we're not special anymore syndrome. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The and, 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 it's yeah, dumb. And, 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 it's it's happened to you know. And I think when everybody goes off on like. Sony fanboys about it because the Microsoft guys are just as bad. Yeah, they are. And when they're yeah, hey, 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 yeah, and then hey, you know, Halo going to, to originally going to console back in the day, uh, going to PC after being on consoles. Oh my god, there was a stink about that. And it's like, oh, you know, it, it comes up. down to the end of the day, as I said before, people being loyal to a piece of plastic is dumb. The fact that there are games out there that people can play great. I I totally understand the whole exclusivity of this game being on a platform and it's selling in a platform. I totally understand that. I get it. But you gotta think about this for a second. It this is great because a it gives you it, it gives life to a game that nobody's playing anymore, or not many people are playing anymore. They get more money out of it because then they can charge you sixty dollars for a game that is brand new to the PC side. They get to provide you what could be the definitive version, better graphics, better frame rate, 4K support, not this checkerboard shit. And you could bring people from the PC side in. Hey, you got this great game that is three years old, but guess what? The sequel is coming on PlayStation 5. So if you want the sequel, you got to buy a PlayStation 5. You know what? I might buy a PlayStation 5 to play this game. Wow. Well, well, that's it, you know. And uh, to be honest, it's like I I was all wow and everything when I saw uh, like just tech demos of Horizon Zero Dawn uh, on the, uh, the the PS4 Pro on a 4K TV, and I'm watching that going wow. I'm like, yeah, well, with the graphical power that the PC can put out, man, that that's gonna make that stuff. That's gonna make the PS4 Pro look like a friggin' Super Nintendo if it's <laughs> optimized properly. Leave yeah. that in there. Who's doing the port? Do we know? No, 
I, I would imagine Gorilla's handling himself. They have not said anything. Yeah, if it's if it's Sony internally or Gorilla themselves, then they will optimize that to. Put well, think about action. this for think about this for a second, because Death Stranding is also going out for the PC, uh, and I think Kojima Productions is working on that one. And it, <sighs> if I'm, oh god, you you side why? <laughs> Kojima, that's what he saw. Okay, it's okay. just like uh, uh, Death Stranding is coming out on PC. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. we won't talk about that. We'll, we'll talk about the yeah, game engine because Horizon Zero Dawn is. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Horizon Zero Dawn and uh, Death Stranding use the same game engine. The uh, yeah, the Decima. the Decima engine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I would imagine they have some experience on this engine, so they're probably talking to each other because both the games are coming out surprisingly within the same time frame. Go figure. Horizon Zero Dawn is this summer, and Death Stranding is this summer on the same game engine. From yeah, this is this is gonna be interesting. I'm looking forward to it, and you know, as a PC gamer that I do play consoles, but PC gamer PC gaming is my main thing here. Uh, you're, you're a PC whore. We know it. I yeah. am a PC whore. I am not afraid to admit that. <laughs> I will sell blood to get PC shit. Yeah. Oh, that sounds. And, so, and, so and, you, know, you notice I said PC whore, not PC master race, because he doesn't. That's gone. I don't. I don't. I don't yeah. co-sign that. That's that's no. That's no. You, you, you're like a whore. You're a whore for for the PC. I'm not afraid. Do. I'm not afraid. Oh, you know the Give it to me. Four K. <laughs> oh yeah, sixty frames per second. Four K. I need that. Four K. What are you talking? I mean, oh, I mean, I need the eight K. Eight K. Eight K. Eight K. Hundred twenty frames per second. Give it to me. I'll, I'll, I'll gladly take it. I'll gladly take it. Trust me. In any way you can think of it, I'll take it, please. <laughs> but seriously, uh, mm-hmm. it's it's just you're getting more games out to people to enjoy. I I, I don't understand it. I yes, I I never want to see Super Mario Brothers or anything other than a Nintendo system. I don't want to see. Actually, I can't even say about Microsoft and Sony because they don't have any mascots. Nope. They have games that define them, but not a mascot. Yeah, I mean... They have Halo, but it's coming to PC. But Halo's not their mascot. He's not a mascot. I mean, he's... The day of the the mascot is long dead, man. That died... Tell that to Nintendo. Tell that to Nintendo. Well, I think you you can even count... Like, PlayStation still has its mascots, even though they've far and gone away. I mean, you can still count Nathan Drake as a PlayStation mascot. Like, uh, this isn't part of our, our initial argument, but, like... So, you know, the, the mascot idea is still there. And I mean, you know, I think porting them over to, to, to PC and stuff is not going to diminish the brand itself it's in not. any way. It's, it's only going to bring not. more people there, especially if it's like, okay, you can start here on your primary platform. It's an entry in, into a console that you may have never considered owning before, especially if you like the game a lot. You know, it's probably going to happen with Horizon, assuming they come out with the sequel that's rumored. So, I mean, the voice actor that's working on the game said it's coming. And I, I sincerely doubt it's not coming. It's totally coming. Yeah. I mean, it, it was like bonkers well, successful. So yeah. And there's definitely nothing wrong with PC ports. Well, unless you're doing absolutely shit house, you know, you're, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, you know it, as long as they're done, as long as your ports are done well and they are optimized for PC, you create things that are so much better than what could be done on consoles. Hell, you know, I, I look at things like you know, the WWE, the, the, the WWE games that, that like get modified, the mods and stuff like that. 
Could you imagine some of the ideas people will have for Horizon Zero Dawn when they can find a way to mod that shit? I know. That's the beauty of yeah. it. You know? yeah. or, or, you know, or you know, the amount, for those or the, or the amount of... I don't want to see those. those or, or the, yeah, you don't... Well, they'll happen regardless. They'll happen regardless. Uh, but, you know, who, who knows? Somebody could mod Death Standing to be an actual decent game. Huh. Wow. The hate is real. Holy hey, they, hey, they just changed the monster to a Red Bull can. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, guys, it, it, this is good news for both Sony. This is good news for people on PC. Good news for people who, who played on the PlayStation 4. I'm like, you know, maybe got put off and said, you know, this game doesn't run well. I don't want to play it. It brings new life into an older game. It's going to make Sony yeah. more money. It's going to bring in people to the PlayStation Eagles or uh platform audience I, I i don't see a negative here it's there it's win-win i don't see why people are getting mad about this it, it's silly it's this is perfect yeah open that open that doorway get those ports out there let's start working to that cross-play future shall we yeah that's what yes 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 please uh we only got time for two more topics you know we're running we're, we're going a little long here which is fine uh, we're we're doing Carl's bonus round, so we're we're still doing it. So Ooh, that's it. not going away. So you know what, Matt? You had you said you had something you wanted to talk about. So right, I so. will let you go. All right. So if you guys have not been playing Hades, Hades podcast, we are now Hades mode. Um. <laughs> oh shit, we did now. Yeah, we did it. So basically, the update came out uh, sometime this week. We have a new weapon, the fist. Awesome. Some changes to the gods. Uh, we got Nixus has official art now, no longer robe. Great. Uh, I, you guys did not congratulate me. I almost got a world record, 28 minutes. Yeah! Woo! Get me in there! Oh, wait, right, cool. speed run? I don't understand. That's speed run stuff? Yeah, speed run stuff. Yeah, crack stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got it. So um, the game is, I think it's, I feel this update is fantastic. Um, I played a couple times. I have, I locked more scenes. There's, there's some new idle animations. You actually see Hypno sleeping. Um, this actually improves the game a lot more. The only thing I wish is that um, those story contents in. I haven't seen it yet. I may have to play some more, but I don't want no new story content yet. Uh, it still is early access, still, right? It's still yeah, early, still early access. access still. Yeah, yeah. It'll be yep. well. And uh, let me just let, let, let's go this quick. Uh, another FGC player was bland. His name is Oofmatic. Uh, he plays Soul Calibur Six. He's known Oofmatic? for Oofmatic. Oofmatic. Yeah. Oof. 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 Oofmatic. Oof. Yeah. He's from <laughs> the Midwest. Uh, he's from the Midwest. He's he's a cousin of Yeet. He's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. He is a horrible human being. Uh, he believes in a flat earth. He is Those psychotic. Those people still exist? Yep. He's a fl- he, be- he believes in um, <laughs> you know, psycho-conservative stuff, the not the good stuff. And he said hateful things about LGBT people, and he got banned from various tournaments in the FGC. Oh, so is that that dude that Hadoub was like, all right, you're not allowed to come there anymore? Yeah, right? Rick, yeah, Rick said, yeah, he's banned. Yeah, yeah that's all yeah. that. Yeah, Idiot. that's him. Idiot. So that's news. We did Everybody it. clowned on him. Yeah, Everybody. That's, that's two people we got banned recently. That's Dine and now Oofmatic because we go, we're doing good. FGC keep banning people. We're doing the best. And I guess the bad news is that – oh, good news. Borderlands 3, uh, regardless of you, whatever hey, you buy from. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, wait. wait there's one good round. news. There's that's one good bonus news. round. Bonus round. Yeah, one good news I can say about it. They promised to add more difficulty to the end game content. Oh, and Michael Chu left Blizzard, so that's a bad thing because, you know, Michael Chu, the writer, he's a creative writer for Blizzard for years, Warcraft. Oh, God, Warcraft. 
Overwatch, StarCraft. He wrote a lot of World of Warcraft. He wrote a lot of content for these guys, writing story and lore. He's gone. That's a huge blow because when you play the latest version, the archives of Overwatch, there's no new story. Hey, that's two companies that lost their big writers. You know, Rockstar and now Blizzard. Yep. Good job. Good job. Wonder what he'll end up at next. We don't know. He hasn't announced anything yet, but he's been he's been at Blizzard for twenty years, so that's the way to describe it. I bet yeah. you that that gentleman that left Microsoft to go to uh, Blizzard is probably going. This probably was not a good move. <laughs> <laughs> he, he probably he probably opened the door and just watched the dumpster fire and went, "Okay, close." close turn around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, turn around. Like, what can I make some stories? And now we will hand it to Carl. Whoa! I need to get that timestamp. Give me a second. Where are oh, we at? We're at angry about one nine fourteen. Thank you. All right, Carl. You, you uh, need to have an angry hat on your head or something. You totally don't not. Have yeah, I, I really need to to find something to to differentiate. That you don't take the green screen. <laughs> you could put flames in no, the no. background. Put, You're in hell. Put, uh, in the background, yeah. <laughs> put a green screen uh, on Vince McMahon. No chance. <laughs> Uh, look, to, to be honest, it's it's a small thing, but Jesus Christ, it annoyed me when I found out about it. Uh, yeah, Borderlands 3, I'm a huge Borderlands fan. I Even though I had trouble getting it to work uh, initially with the NVIDIA card, yet I put in my older AMD card and it works no problems. So uh, whatever the hell they decide to do there, that's on them. But... Uh, the fact that I found out the other day, yeah, they finally decided to put it out on Steam. And it, not only that, it's friggin' cheaper than it was on the goddamn Epic Games Store. Yep. I hate having to have something on the Epic Games Store when I... Like, I I didn't know it was coming. I didn't hear anything about it being ported to Steam at a later date. Yeah, or, else I, or, or, else, or else I would have waited. They did say it was coming last year. They probably yeah, said six months ago. Yeah, it's like yeah. I, I, I must have missed the announcement. I must have missed the memo or something like that. But it's like, and I know for a fact the guys over at 2K, at least here in Australia, don't won't talk to me anymore for some reason. <laughs> what did uh, you probably, do? Probably, probably because I bagged living shit out of their games for the last twelve months. Um, but like to find out that it's finally on on Steam, it's cheaper, and I can't get a refund. Even though I probably only played Borderlands three for like five minutes, wow! Total. So you didn't lose much time, right? You just go right back into it. I well, that's well, that's the thing. I can't get you can't get a refund through the Epic Game Store. Oh, drop my chocolate at, 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 at all. It's like once you bought it, that's it. Yeah, you know, unless the game is unfit for purpose, which comes under the Australian Consumer Law. But unfortunately, I can't do that now that I actually got the game up and running. Hmm. Um. So it's like now I'm I'm going crap. Well, I'm stuck on this platform. I don't want it, and I'm I'm wondering whether I should actually buy it again on Steam just because. Well, that's where the rest of my Borderland games are. That's where my saves are. That's where I've been playing it for the like last you know many years. Or do I just bite the bullet and go? Well, let's try and see if the Epic Game Store servers are actually going to be. Carl, as your editor in chief, I will buy you a copy of Borderlands Three for Steam. How is that? Wow. Good guy. I'd rather you, I'd rather you, you buy for something else that's going to be decent. <laughs> wow. You just hear complaining about it. Now you're saying you don't no, want no, it. No. Got it. We, we, no, we, no, we no, did no. it. 
<laughs> the angry corner's done. We did it, boys. Woo! Ring it around. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, believe me, there's there's plenty of other stuff coming up, which I, if you're willing to buy a copy of, I'd rather take that than having to buy Borderlands 3 for the third time. Hey, guys, this is why you yeah. need to watch our podcast. We can make mm-hmm. ad revenue so we can buy stuff for our peoples. Buy stuff, yeah, exactly. buy stuff for our people. <laughs> Hit that subscribe button. Or, or, yeah. or, att- or attempt to buy stuff for the poor Australian who lost his job. Uh, <laughs> we'll be a lot of us will be joining you with this coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah pretty much. How, how many of you are working from home already? Uh, let's see. Most of the companies are <laughs> from home. My com- so my company was like, work from home. No, you can't work from home. The management's like, you know what? This is dumb. You all work from home. So yeah. then, and then they were like, "Hey, what Keith, you work about? from home already. You come in." I'm like, "Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> no, like, I'm not dying for you. You, you. you come in so you can be infected, and we'll send you through." Yeah, I'm not, man. I mean, no, my company is technically giving me the choice. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, wow, yeah. should be no choice. Work from see, home. See, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I would have been screwed. I was working in a call center, and you can't remote to to that. Uh, at least with the company that I was working, I with, work so. in a call center, so they just need the VP- <laughs> they just need to set up a VPN, and you're good. I mean, yeah. no, yeah. unfortunately, that's too much effort for them to do. Uh, but wow, I, 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 pre- I, I appreciate the offer, Keith, of buying Borderlands Three on Steam for me, but I think it's probably best just bite the bullet. I've got it. I've got it on. I've, I've well, you are in the PC. book, right? You are yeah, a part of the club. Club. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, you know, I, I will I will go with the Epic Game Store version. If I don't like that, hey, I still have my where is it? <laughs> I have my that. PS I have my PS4 copy if I really want to get desperate. Well, PS4 is the best version in my opinion. What? <laughs> well, considering the game's capped anyway, you know, yeah. Uh totally agree with you on that one. But um, yeah, it's yeah. I I just find it's find it stupid. Like these exclusivity deals. I hate exclusivity. Yeah, deals I hate for that. The time I hate and that's one, and that's and the worst part is when indie developers do it. It's like, bro, you do know how hard it is for us to get your games or find who you are. You decide hey. to sign a deal with these certain like. What are you doing, Wagwan? And, 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 and to be honest, uh, I reckon there's a lot of people out there who are just like me and gone. You know, oh, it's out on Steam. Well, why wasn't I informed of that when you made the announcement on the on this earlier? And they probably announced it in like one press release six months ago that nobody friggin' saw. It's like, did you get the memo that I sent you? Yeah, <laughs> did you get that thing <laughs> that I sent you? Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's it's one of those things. Like, but at the same time, it's like if I go over over the Steam, can I guarantee that there's going to be the multiplayer games? Because now everybody has dedicated their time into the Epic Game Store version. Is the Steam community going to be worth making that switch? I think uh, it will be because that's why they're adding the crossplay into it. it, it it's it definitely uh, will be. Uh, crossplay the lower price point. Yeah, yeah, crossplay. Oh, then there's no point really switching over to it other than you're a bigger game, a bigger friends list that I have available on Steam than I have on Epic uh, Game Store. But uh, yeah. So yeah, that was, that was like my, my little annoyance for the week was like seeing that, and I'm also still sitting here going, oh, WWE 2K20, they finally releasing the final DLC, which means this will be the final patch that they're going to put out. So I hope they fix that goddamn game because I actually want to play it. Mm. I haven't, I haven't done it. I haven't played it yet. Been sitting on it for the last six months. You need but to like, stop sitting on it and just get on it. Yeah, when a game is that broken that it has been like 
people have been saying you could pay me and I still wouldn't play the damn thing. That's bad. Like, like look, this is this is worse. I reckon we found a contender for worse than Fallout uh, seventy six. I thought that was Anthem. Anthem's up there. That, yeah. that too. Yeah, it's it's all the way there. But then it's like you know, it's one of those things of like, oh, we're just waiting. I was waiting until everything was released anyway before I gave it a go. And now they finally got the uh, the Empire of Tomorrow pack coming out with patch uh, eight uh, 1.08. Hopefully that'll be the the they finally got all the fixes fixed. Otherwise, oh boy, am I going to be putting posting photos, uh, po- posting videos on the Outer Haven eventually? Going, <laughs> this is hmm. yeah. And I don't. I really don't. I really don't like bagging the game. I really don't. And I really don't like bagging two K. Two K as a company, because I love their games. But man, are they making a lot of bad decisions lately? And man, are they putting out some trash? Yeah, you love their trash games, though, right? And, and then we then we heard the other day that they finally got they've got the NFL license as well. Yeah. Well, for the first no. time in nearly ten years. Yes and no. They don't really have the license. Well, they have a license. Yeah, it's, it's it's very it's very weirdly worded. They can make games based in the NFL. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but they don't have rights to make it an NFL simulation game. So, pretty much, they can just make an NFL street hoop style. Yeah, we we won't yeah. see Madden style stuff anymore. So we, we still won't get the uh, the uh, wait, NFL two K. That that means I might get a blitz style game again for the NFL. Yes, something like that. Yes, <laughs> yeah, something something like Katie with big hits. And- yeah, here it is. EA, EA Sports yeah. gets the exclusive publisher NFL simulation games, and our and our partnership with NFL and NFLPA remains unchanged. Our agreements have always allowed for non-exclusive development of non-simulation games on various platforms. So we won't get a two K football game. Or NFL 2K, but we can get, like you said, an NFL Street Light game or a Blitz game. So, hey, if they will, football games, football games with fictitious football players. Yep, I guess it's better than nothing. It's kind of funny how they say we always allow for it, but yet 2K, it's like, oh, really? That's a lot. Yeah, do that. So you know, whatever. um, No chance. But yeah, we we sort of really uh, uh, before we wrap it up. We usually start things with what we've been playing this week. Has anyone got plans on what they're playing for the next week? I'm already doing it right now. Wait, what? Did you just say that? Yeah, I'm already doing it right now. I'm no, no. Got my plans next I'm week. talking to Carl. What did you just say? What are you what? plans we're going to play next week? What? Yeah. Have you got stuff that you're looking at in advance? Or we gonna what, is week? what is next week? What is next week? What is next week? Uh, Animal Crossing. And freaking Doom <laughs> Come on. Doom yeah. guy. <laughs> believe, it, believe it or not, I'm not touching Doom Eternal. Why? Not on, not, not on launch anyway. Not on uh, launch anyway. I'm going to wait, wait for the price drop. I'm going to wait for, wait for the That's price fair. drop. Or if, or if the... the you know, you want to switch out the Borderlands three offer for Doom Eternal, then we'll talk. And also, Half Life <laughs> Alex comes out the week after, so I'll, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm busy. Like, like yeah. at, 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 the moment, at the moment, I'm waiting on like with like Doom Eternal. I'm waiting for a price drop. Uh, I was so tempted to pick up the Yakuza collection, like the, right. the, the three four the three four five collection because I've got Kiwami one two and uh, Yakuza Zero. six. So yeah, yeah, I've got I've got all of those sitting on the PlayStation, so it's like. 
I, I want to get the, the rest of that middle part of the series, but I'm like, I'm not paying a hundred dollars for it. For it, I can wait for a price drop. Holy shit, hundred dollars! Good lord, that, man. That, that's that's yeah, that's standard. a lot of money. Yeah, that's that's standard pricing here in Australia. Games come out at a hundred dollars minimum. Sometimes you might get lucky with things like uh, what was it? Uh, what was that compilation thing? The Bayonetta and Vanquish. Yeah, yeah. Van- I was thinking Vanquish. about that. You know, you know, I was never uh, uh, a big uh, fan of Vanquish. I know people are probably going to say uh, Blasphemy, yeah. but I never was. No, uh, Vanquish. But, 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 but those those type of compilations come out around about sixty seventy dollars here, and then like if you want your collector's editions, obviously it's usually about one hundred twenty to one hundred fifty for your deluxe, and then you have your big. Expensive collector's editions, which are like you might as well get a home loan. So yeah, our, our pricing here is absolutely ridiculous, which is why I'm now, since I'm now jobless, I now have to sort of pick and choose carefully what I pick up at this time. Yo, but yeah, Doom is next week. I I actually thought about this not going to work or not working that Friday, but I just want to stay home play oh. Doom all day. Yes. I was hoping we get a review copy from Bethesda. They said they were going to, and then they didn't. So yeah, they they don't really do that unless you're an influencer. No, they've been giving it out to a bunch of people. Just I guess you know, not us. <laughs> they don't like us. I don't know. Whatever. Um, yeah. but, we don't but, stream yeah. enough. That's it. I don't. I don't. Know. But, Whatever. But, but that's it. Like I've I've got stuff to play. Um. Uh, luckily, the guys over. Namco Bandai, Bandai Namco. You drive me crazy when you say that. I know. I do it backwards. Namco Bandai. What? Bandai Namco, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, they have been nice enough to send me a copy of uh, Ridge Racer. The My Hero, no, the My Hero Academia Two. Oh, you want to play they, that? They sent it to me, so I might as well play it. They sent me the One Punch Man one where you, don't, where, you, where you don't actually play as One Punch Man. I heard that game was not good. Uh, I'll, I'll find out when I go and play it. Uh, EA sent me a copy of the Sims Tiny Living expansion. Okay, we don't want to talk to you anymore. It's Sims. So, we don't want to talk anymore. We don't know who you are. Uh, <laughs> hey, I like hey, Sims. Passively. The fiance and I, we love that the, the tiny, tiny Living renovation shows. So to maybe do that, that in the game. So that, that's Wait, fine. Wait, I actually like those videos on YouTube. I like those. I, I watch yeah, well, uh, I, I Living Big in a Tiny Home all the time. I love Bryce. Yeah, I, I love watching <laughs> I, the, the I have, a, I have a secret to tell you. I love watching Property Brothers. I love it. Love I can't it. watch those shows. They make me upset. Uh, the, the, I, I love the the, uh, well, the the house renovation one where they flip the... the yeah, flip it or sell it. I love it. The, the flip it or sell it and stuff like that. The you dude know, with the British accent always getting pissed at the other chick. I love that show. And, and yeah, so... So seeing something like that in The Sims, where I can actually do like a tiny, see if I can build a, a sustainable tiny living home, I'm you know actually what? all for it. You so, know, what? here and, we uh, go. I, I'm we... gonna, I'm gonna record it. It is gonna be on the other Haven YouTube. It's channel. gonna be fabulous. You're gonna love it. It's gonna be fabulous. Darling. You know what we need? We need a game. Sh- we need a show like Property Brothers or something in that thing to have gaming rooms set up or media rooms set up because nobody does that, and those would be awesome except for YouTubers. I want to see somebody. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Um, I would love, love to see that. Does that love. just turn into like a? I'd be worried if that turns into just like a how to make a man cave show, Basically. and everybody would just be yeah. like turning into like, okay, well the games are saturated, nobody's watching. Let's make movie theaters in this dude's basement, and then it just goes into like this whole other show. Oh. Well, that's, what, that's, that's what I mean. I want, I want it to be, I want it to be 
professional. I want a professional vibe. I want actual yeah. companies, gaming companies, and uh, like Samsung and LG and these companies get involved. I don't want to see somebody. Oh, this is my base, my gaming room in my base. No, I want to see it in a perfection, uh, professional uh, aspect, a professional yeah. environment. I want something yeah, like that. Indeed. Like and those people are passionate when they do it too. Like I've seen you, a video you, where you I, I, I saw I saw one where a dude had like five screens hooked up to five separate friggin' Xboxes, all wired into a into a friggin' into a LAN system, and like it was amazing. It's like you, you know what? Oh my people, god! People people are insane with it, this stuff. Like gaming collections. I want like, to. collectibles. I'm like, looking for guys. something here. You, you're gonna love this. Oh, um, no, uh, King Gothline, <laughs> you know, streamer that was on Twitter, went uh, Twitter, Twitch, and went Twitch, to Mixer. Yeah. He recently did his entire gaming area. Holy shit, it is amazing! It is yeah. amazing. It looks like I you know I, I can't even explain how it looks. <laughs> you actually have to see it. You really to it. have yeah. to see it. It looks amazing, guys. Check out his channel, Mixer. I'll put a description in the channel. Just go back and look at his past videos. Just look at any of his videos. You'll see him in the background. That's but, his uh, gaming room. So, so any anybody got anything that they can sort of speak about and say that they're playing that they want to sort of hype up for next week? I'm waiting two weeks from now to play wow. Bleeding Edge. That's it. There was there was the beta this weekend. Did you miss it? This weekend? Yeah. This weekend. Oh boy. Let me double check. Because I got the guy. Uh, let me check. Did you play it already? If you played already, you're still in the beta. If, if you didn't, you. I you never played it. it. I just pre purchased okay. it. The beta is. says February. Let me see if there's a March beta. Yeah, there's an open beta. Or, uh, no, I think it's closed. Yeah, that was February. No, there's one going on right now. Oof. Uh, all right. Well, I wish it. I wish the best of luck. I'll probably try to get in that. But I already pre purchased the game. I should probably get in the beta. Oh, well. I mean, I do have something I can hype up, even though I can't really say what it is, though. But I am going to be talking about a specific RPG. You you will meet with Mass Destruction. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't you go breaking no NDA. Yeah, you guys might be uh, surprised Mm -hmm. when I talk about Mm -hmm. it next week. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, uh, yeah. So, yeah. No, that is something I do want to talk about a lot, because I'll be talking about it as in-depth as I can anyway. Um, Yeah. And I mean, it's a preview, so it's a game that's <laughs> coming out later on this month. Uh, actually, literally at the end of the month. Um, so, you know, tune in, tune in next week. Same about yeah. time. I'll be have talking any, about it. I don't have I don't have anything games I'm reviewing. So yeah, but I I, I am thinking about going back and playing uh, uh, the division too. That update everybody says is really good. Mm. Yeah, because this is a great. This is a great time to be playing a game with like the division where the world's been wiped out by a biological contagion. There's just so many games. <laughs> hey, he needs practice for real life. Okay, you gotta get ready. Hey, I've been <laughs> I've been studying the Resident Evil movies. I'm preparing for the apocalypse. It's all good. Yeah. Those <laughs> movies were bad. Okay, you got to worry about because the apocalypse is going to have plenty of laser field security systems that will cut you in half if you go down the wrong hallway. So you got to be very careful. You got to you got to protect that toilet paper, man. You got to protect that toilet paper. All right, Gene. So um, I put the 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 video in the comments. So check that out, Uh, guys. Check that out as well. That's the stream where he shows off the new room, and you look at it and you go, "Wait, come on, mixer. Why can't you fix your shit?" 
I'm trying to link it to the actual one, and it's giving me the wrong one. Okay. So, anyone else? Matt, any last second thoughts, games? What are we, what are we expecting from you, or have you frozen now? Doom. Doom. I think he's actually frozen. Yeah, he does actually look <laughs> like he's frozen. <laughs> well, no talking from that, so he's like... He, he is uh, checked out uh, digitally, so... <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, I guess we'll hear it when he comes back. So uh, we'll end it from there. I think we're almost at hour 28 minutes, almost. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he, he did. <laughs> it's over. The show's over. He's Somebody done. made him mad. All right. But uh, thank you for watching this week of Spectrum Mode Podcast. As always, you can hit the subscription button to uh, help us grow and uh, hit the notification button to know when our next video goes online. If you already subscribed, check us out on audioboom.com, Spotify.com, iTunes. Leave us a rating on iTunes, Google Podcasts. Uh, and where else gaming podcasts are, we really love your help to help this channel grow. We're very passionate. We love this stuff. I know everybody says the same shit, but uh, we really do. Yeah. You know, we love yeah, doing we, this. We actually, we actually mean it. Like, you know, believe me, I, 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 get up, I get up before midday on a Sunday for this when I could be sleeping in. But no, I, I'm here to help entertain the peoples and inform the masses. And like yep. we said before, we're we're definitely looking forward to more uh, or any developers or game developers or anybody in the game industry that want to stop on a podcast and talk to us. We do have some guests lined up for a couple of shows, but we would love to have more. So, hey, we would love to have you here on Spectator Mode Podcast. Uh, Matt hasn't come back yet, so I guess he's gone. So uh, yep. <laughs> from Keith, Mace, and Rob, because they don't want to jump in there, well, we will okay. talk. All right. Okay, so from, from Keith. From Rob. From Kyle. We'll talk to you later. And also from Matt, who's not here. We don't know yeah, what happened. Yeah. So thanks for watching, guys. Take care.